0: This is the Gary V audio experience. Cause we're going be legends. Hey guys, uh, this interview I did was to uh, actually promote, I think, an event in Canada that I'm doing, but it turned into a whole 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 lot more. Uh, this is the raw cut of it, including probably some of my feedback of like this interview's awesome, and we should use it for podcasts and, and video clips. Uh, sorry for the uh, construction in the background. Hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I'm enjoying making it for you. Have the best day ever. Open a shoe store. I think people people know that you like shoes. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. 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 They,
1: They might not. All right,
0: let's do it.
2: All right. Um, so uh, we're here with Carrie, and thank you again for uh, taking this meeting and uh, and intervening with us. My so, pleasure. So it's great to see you again. Good to see um, you guys. Yeah, so we're just wanting to uh, tell a very truthful story about entrepreneurship and one of the big themes is uh, failure. So we're going to um, just talk a little bit about that today. So our first question is um, when you're going through failure and I know you always say like stay positive and a lot of people do say stay positive and soldier on and all that stuff but sometimes when you're going through it it's so hard to be positive because you're just feeling so terrible and so how do you actually like like what are strategies that you think you can actually roll out that
0: perspective yeah is really the only thing honestly you know as you were talking I was just thinking about to my morning basically the last hour and a half of my day so far has been just talking about nothing but what I would call micro failures. I, I break failure into two categories, <clears throat> micro or macro. A macro failure is dying. A macro failure is you know, filing chapter 11 and going directly out of business. A macro failure is somebody you care about punching you physically in the face and saying you are a piece of shit, I will never talk to you again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I deem almost everything else a micro failure and I believe that most people look at micro-failures and make them bigger than they are. Right? right? There's always ways to you know, come back if it didn't kill you. It's like kind of that cliche stuff. Yeah. So for me, I've got a lot of things not going well. I have way more things not going well than I have things going well in volume, but my overall is going well. Mm-hmm. My day-to-day is not. Mm-hmm. And I think most people have it reversed. Right. Most people don't take the chances, aren't doing the things, On a day-to-day basis, to protect themselves from the day-to-day shit, the day-to-day failures. But what's happening is they don't realize, at a macro, they're not moving forward, and so they're losing. So for me, it's just perspective. It's easy for me to articulate what I just said to you, and I know a lot of people just heard that, (laughs) both on Daily V and in your interview here, and they're like, "Oh, that. Oh, that's interesting, right?" Because it is interesting. Even like I don't talk about like even the way I just said it to myself, it's interesting. Like, how do I deal with it? I have no choice. (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's
0: true. Like when I lose a big client, like I have no choice. When somebody thinks I stink because they didn't like my talk because I cursed, I have no choice. When an event doesn't go as well as you want, you have no choice, it happened. Yeah. The question becomes what are you going to do about it,
2: That's right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And so many things happen in life and like you just have to ask, mm-hmm. you have to communicate. You're sitting here today because we communicated. Yeah. And so some people <laughs> put their head in the ground and just shrivel up and never come back out, other people you know, go down guns a blazing, uh, which you know is not what the outcome they want, yeah. right? They they're down. You're having a bad day. You're in trouble. There's pressure. It's going bad, and you decide to go on the double offense, but you're not good enough, mm-hmm. and so you just sped up the process of you completely losing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, other people have perseverance and backbone, and you know, I'm watching a lot of tennis right now. It's so mental. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when I play, when I hack with my buddies, but like Nate on my team, you should get Nate. Uh, Rock, let's get Nate here. Mm-hmm. Nate ha- has never beaten me in tennis. Yeah, Nate. And Nate. has been beating me twice, 5-2 in a set, and I just mentally wouldn't let him win. Right. Hmm. Because there's nothing that changed other than my mindset. Like sports is amazing because you keep so scoring.
1: Like the federal, Nate, he knows exactly what's up. Nate, <laughs> Nate. And then
0: I never did now, yeah. actually, I've also never beaten Gary in tennis, is that what we're talking about? Yeah. We are, Nate. Okay. Just no, yeah, not, just, for second, just, for second, just for a second, just for a second. Just for a second. Nate, as someone who's been beating me mm-hmm. multiple times, 5-2 and then losing, what do you think happens at that your observation for being the other side of this scenario, what do you think is happening there in your gut? Like,
1: Why am I not winning?
0: more about why am I winning. It's less, about, it's less about you, Nate, it's more about me.
1: Sorry about that. Um, Gary digs in, changes strategy. Uh,
0: I get a little loose and go for too many winners. That's an interesting observation. Um, and then it gets to 5-3, five, 5-4, five, then I get tight. <laughs> yeah. um, and then... Momentum. It's just momentum. It's momentum. And, <laughs> now look, good news, guys. Nate's like a scratch golfer, and I like go 120 on my scorecard. So he's being he's being very kind to me. This is an interesting side story. Nate uh, is an incredible guy. He's a, he's in the office of the CEO. I'm very close to him. He's a friend and an important part of this company. Early in his career, like uh, some. I, I would like, because like, he's competitive. He got his job because he was an intern and he, we went to Vermont when we were like 15 people and we played volleyball and the tenacity he played with, mm-hmm. I remember telling my brother AJ, I'm like, that kid's gonna win. Really? Like, that's why we hired him full time.
3: amazing.
0: Yeah, so then I liked him as a competitive he's guy gonna and then volleyball. he's gonna ping, <laughs> ping pong and all these other things. I remember somewhere along the line when I would razz him like, hey Nate, do you ever beat me in 5'2"? Like, he's yeah. humble and sweet and a good dude and he would just never say anything. I'm like, dude, one time final, I was like, I was more like flipped and I was like dude, next time I or anybody ever says anything to you about that, you come back at them at the things that you dominate at, which is like what's your handicap? And by the way, for all the entrepreneurs, thanks Nate, and for all the entrepreneurs that are watching right now, okay cool, maybe you don't have an $800 million business, but maybe you also in parallel raised two phenomenal kids. Maybe you left a great impact, Like, like I don't think I'm even gonna rank in the top 10,000 wealthiest people during this generation of entrepreneurship, but I think I'm gonna positively impact more entrepreneurs than everybody else. I really believe that. And I, don't, and I think not in the bullshit rah-rah way. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the mix, I'm the hybrid. Mm-hmm. I'm the rah-rah positive energy. Look what Nate just said. To answer the question, and I know this has been a very awkward interview, like a little <laughs> different, my style, here's the answer. Cool. Ask it again, I want, you, I, wanna, I want you to ask the question exactly the same way if you can remember how you asked or same energy.
2: Sure, so in the midst of uh, failure, mm-hmm. when you're feeling so shitty and so awful, yep. how do you actually gain positivity mm-hmm. and, and move what forward? What are some of the strategies yeah, and tactics, right? Yeah, what are some right? the strategies, yeah.
0: I dig in. Nate's answer, not mine. <laughs> he said, I dig in and I change strategy. I first mentally decide this is not working, and then I realize everything I've been doing up to this point is the reason that it's not working. It's not working. I take responsibility. Yeah. Then I audit to how the fuck did I get here? Mm-hmm. Then I completely, again, take responsibility. Yeah. It wasn't the hotel's fault. Mm-hmm. It wasn't DRock's fault. It wasn't Nate's fault. It was my fault.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Accountability, mm-hmm. refocus, realizing I have no alternatives. Yeah and then going all the fuck in on a new strategy and then letting momentum take over because all you need is one extra ticket sale, one new client, one new good piece of content Mm -hmm. and you're back on the fucking train in the other direction and for me, I stay kind of even keel. I confuse people with my outward extrovert energy but inside, I'm fucking calm. It's compounding more successful of a strategy for most of you because you guys are running a little more hot and cold, and so momentum is even more compounded.
3: That's
1: true. <laughs> I think I think one of the like one of the pieces that a lot of people struggle with is that they can't seem to let go of either the failure that they are having or their ego that they have. And so, like one of the pieces that you talked about in terms of like owning ownership and accountability, is that one of the pieces that allows you to like let go of holding on to you know the driver wheel when you're like so seeing the, the so car the, so crash
0: the cr- Of course, you know why? I don't care what you guys think about my car crash. Mm. The reason everybody's holding on is you care about other people's opinion. Yeah. You don't want people whispering like, oh, the event wasn't filled out, or people whispering, oh, Gary lost a big client. Mm. You care, yeah. I don't. Mm. You know why? Not because I'm so cool, mm-hmm. because it's not practical to care. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a good strategy. It's a bad idea. And one will say, but you can't help it. I get it. I can't help hating the Patriots. I can't help, you know, a lot of things, right? I get it. The problem is, it doesn't, just because you can't help it, doesn't mean it's any less of a vulnerability to build success. I understand that you can't help it. YouTube, it doesn't make it right. I couldn't help it. I murdered those people. <laughs> you know, like cool. You know, like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it, I get that like, it hurts your feelings. I get that your mom always razzed you and so you're sensitive. <laughs> I get how one gets there. It doesn't change the fact that it's a vulnerability to care about other people's opinions on your failure. If there was nobody else, if you were that tree falling in the forest with nobody there, and this is where I go, you have to understand, I'm such a contradiction. My whole life is about everybody and everything, yet the engine that drives that is it's just fucking me, myself and I. Mm-hmm.
2: I know, because you seem like such a caring person.
0: I love everybody, you, yeah. know, you know why? Mm-hmm. Because I'm so in a good place. Yeah. I'm able to give. Yeah. When, you're fucking, when you have something, when you're set, when you're full, when you're fucking full, you don't need to eat anymore. Mm-hmm. You're passing shit on. I do that because it's me, myself, and I. I am far more concerned about how I feel about the process of my failure with me, myself, and I than what the judgment, and by the way, I'm out there now. Yeah. And when you're out there and you're peacocking like I am, people like to razz you when you, like. people are happy. And I get it, I'm not mad at them. I'm empathetic to why they, they feel that way. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they're jealous or mean. I just think like that's life, we all rubberneck, we all judge. The amount of opinions I have on people that I've never met, I hate Vince Wolfall. he's a Patriot football player. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met him. You know, so like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I get it, um, but I also recognize something extremely important, which is, if I, if that was a really passionate rant, boy am I desperate for, the people following Daily V, and for your people right now that if I get one fucking person to believe what I just said, it's game changing because it is the absolute blueprint to be successful. Mm -hmm. Only caring about your opinion about yourself for yourself and then letting the chips fall where they may. And that's hard but everybody should practice it. And I would also say cutting out the one or two people that consistently you're pandering to and their negative vibe is essential. Unfortunately, 95% 95% of the time, that is your spouse, your parent, or your brother. And that's fucking gnarly and difficult, and I'm not saying divorce your husband, and I'm not saying never talk to your mom again, but I'm saying divorce your spouse and never talk to your mother again. <laughs> and that's, or what I'd prefer, figure out how to change the nature of your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you never, maybe you don't have to ever not talk to your mom again but maybe you need to tell your mom, "Fuck you, mom. You're a loser, and you just want misery. Loves company, and that's why you're fucking me up." And honestly, I'm 46. And I'm just fucking tired of your shit, mom. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: it's like letting go of the attachment to the validation that we're seeking, mm-hmm.
0: right? Because I, I don't need validation from anybody. Yeah, and that's why I'm not seeking it.
1: Do you think that like the younger generation is struggling with that more so than? No, I think I
0: think people want to talk about generations all the time. Like, people are people. Yeah. The kids of the 60s look exactly the fucking people now. Fuck the system, this and that, or decent franchise, Vietnam, it's the same shit. We love to be like, oh the millennials are the greatest generation. The greatest generation is the greatest generation because they were forced into depressions and wars and I'm gonna tell you something right now, fucking D-Rock will do what the fuck he has to do if we have a depression or a war and so will I. And so if I die on D-Day or or I fucking work 94 hours a day for 14 cents and a piece of soup, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. The greatest generation got forced into the greatest generation. These millennials are forced into what's happening. Good times, good macro times. And we will pay the price for that because it's pendulums, right? Yeah. And so, but no, I do not think that. Do I think parents of the last generation overcoddled their kids and tried to eliminate the merit of winning and losing? I do, do I think that's made them softer? I do. But I also think that that's the kids kind of in that little middle. Yeah. Like, I think the winners are fucking winners, and I think the losers are fucking losers.
3: Okay. Yeah, it's true.
0: You know? And my big thing is like, I want the win, everybody who's watching, I want to make the winners win more,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? Be grateful for the gifts they've been given, give back, realize karma is practical, right? I want the middle to understand there's a debate, and fuck, they can go either way. So, like, wake the fuck up and go and I want the losers to fucking tell their mom to go fuck themselves and do something so drastic, move from Ottawa to Saskatchewan, move from New York, quit your law degree and go sell bananas, Like, do something drastic because you're unhappy. How the fuck are you waking up unhappy every day of your life? How the fuck are you letting that happen? Mm -hmm. There are people who've been raped, molested, you know, lost both their parents in a car accident when they were four, lost their limbs, and they're happy. Don't tell me what happened. Tell me what you're gonna do about it.
2: I think also like, you know, it's important to feel grateful Boy, before.
0: you know, taking a month off has got me really <laughs> 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 I was gonna
3: say, you're, like,
0: Jack. I, I really am. Like, you guys are gonna have to leave. I'm about, like, self, like, about to, like, self... I genuinely think I might there. explode. <laughs> 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 All right, I know I gotta get to the next meeting, so, like, yeah. well, I apologize. I have, like, you have, like, 19 things that no, I'm stuck no, no, on that's, one. That's but I think this is the punchline, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: absolutely. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, what are we doing here? Like, we're living one at-bat, one life. Like, you are more than... Welcome to complain about it and dwell and look backwards. It's just a losing formula.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. Awesome. Cool. Thank Thanks. Thanks,
0: guys. Nice yeah. yeah. Thank, Thank you, you
2: so you. much. Is it possible yes. to do a quick lightning round? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Let's
1: go. Wanna do it real quick? Yes. All right.
2: Sorry
0: I no worries. <laughs> yeah, no worries. The... What are you going to do with that whole thing, D Rock? Like, I feel like that's uh... a month's worth of micro content, a <laughs> podcast, right? Okay, yeah, we got to do a whole lot with it. Like, not just the whole meeting by itself. Like, let's give that to the yeah, team.
1: Yeah. Just
2: letting you know, we, had a, we have a ten so I'll be
0: done in one minute. Okay,
1: ready? Yes. Uh, going. Alright. Um, besides uh, buying the Jets, do you have any goals?
0: Actually, my goal is not to buy the Jets. My goal is the process of trying to buy the Jets. I would say the only other goal is to have every single person on Earth show up to my funeral.
1: Uh, What's the number one thing that drives you and motivates you? Gratitude. Uh, Proudest moment personally?
0: Um, That's a really good question. It's funny, I seem like such a cheerleader of myself but that's like a hard answer for me to answer. I would say the proudest moment I have for myself is watching people impacted by me going out and doing things.
1: Biggest business accomplishment to date?
0: Biggest business accomplishment to date is basically creating a scenario where a 41-year-old white male businessman has crossed over into pop culture and has some level of fame.
1: How do you define success?
0: By being able to do exactly what I want to do every day, every second of my life.
1: What scares you the most?
0: Health, of me and the 10 people I care about the most.
1: Do you have a role model? If so, who is it?
0: My parents, 100%, work ethic, caring, uh, humility, gratitude, all that.
1: Least favorite thing to do?
0: Least favorite thing to do is to probably follow this, probably being asked to go to the next meeting when I need to wrap up the meeting prior.
1: Most favorite thing to do? Uh,
0: create content that is the single piece of content that makes somebody do something with their lives.
1: Since you're coming to Canada, when you hear the word Canada, what does it mean to you?
0: I'm an, I think it is the most underrated country in the world. I'm an enormous fan and not for like the healthcare, like just the, it's, I just love being there and it's got a very nice mix. Uh, I, I just, I'm a fan, I'm a fan, that's the thing that comes.
1: Two last quick ones for Yes. You. One piece of advice you give someone who wants to be successful but is scared shitless of their life. If you were to say you live your, if you do this, you will live your best life, what would that be?
0: Tell the person you're most scared of to go fuck themselves. He's afraid of death? Petrified. How come? Because I love living so much.
1: Last one for you. What do you want to be remembered for?
0: That I gave a little bit more than I took. Wicked. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome.
2: Thank you for giving so much today. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks,
0: brother. You got that it, was guys. Awesome. Take thanks. care. I have thanks, something
1: man. for you. Please. I have a Canada shirt for you, but it's in the office. I have to run and do a call. Do your thing, but we'll, I'll, Yeah, cool. I'll talk, Thank I'll you. Connect with you. Thank guys. you, guys. Thank Thank take you care. So much. Yeah, Thank you, guys. It. it means so much to me. Be yeah.
0: Guys, thanks for listening to the audio experience. Two things. One, make sure you're watching my vlog on YouTube. And two, hit me up on the DM. It's going down on
3: DM.